hunt. Uh, I, I shat once that night, and then the next day it was it was Armageddon. <laughs> it was war. It was bombs over Baghdad. It was so bad. Nice. Because we had nothing but meat and cheese and meat and cheese and crackers and pretzels and meat and cheese. Yeah, and like that the buffalo chicken dip too was like oh yeah chicken. as a side yeah it was like hot sauce and grease and chicken yeah it was it, it escalated quickly part of the reason why i felt like shit so bad too is like i just i couldn't eat like really i was drinking like just the right amount of beer to where it was like filling me up you know what i mean because I, I actually did a pretty good job like i didn't just get like blacked out but i just was drinking constantly for i feel like for a legit 48 straight hours <laughs> jesus uh i don't have any beverages to start the show with Corey, do you have a beverage you can start the show with yeah yawn yeah go yawn. ahead yeah go ahead hit it welcome to the gentleman's podcast i am the award-winning chef chris fusen sitting to my left, left. kind of yeah forever and always is my cohort major nate brown hello Joining us on the phone all the way from war-torn Tennessee is the red-blooded American, Corey Florence. Convenient you're in Tennessee tonight. Huh? I said that's convenient you're in Tennessee tonight. Yeah, so... Uh, you going to the game? If something, if something happens in Knoxville, uh, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> if, like the if the trees get burned down, I know that's not Tennessee's thing, but they probably got something they think's important. To be fair, I'm not... I mean, I'm close. I'm on that side of the state, but I'm not that close. Yeah, you're. Are you further east? I'm. I'm in tonight. Since we couldn't get a hotel at the other place, I'm in Johnson City. Basically. Oh yeah, that seems like it should be closer, but it really isn't. Caught to, me to down. Knoxville. I'm far, far away from 75. Yeah, they caught me down in Knoxville. <laughs> it was <laughs> a meet. <laughs> uh, this cut to the chase, boys. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams Super Bowl champs 2022. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Matt Stafford gets one. Matt Stafford got his ring. Uh, Aaron Donald got his ring. Yep. OBJ. Aaron Donald about to be like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm out." <laughs> there are so we talk about the game, but right, real quick, you just brought that up. There are rumors already that Sean McVay may retire. Retire at 36. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Why would you? I think it's because somebody's wanting to offer him like 20 million to be on TV. Well, oh, not well, only not well, only why would you like you could I mean I don't even know if it's really arguable right now his coaching tree is the most successful you know what I mean so like why would you walk away like he's producing more head coaches right now than anybody else really so like I, I don't know I mean well, he's gotten he's gotten some of Shan, like so they were on the same staff technically and then Shanahan got his first yeah and McVay worked under him. Technically, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I, think, I don't know if it's it's the Shanahan tree or if it's yeah. I mean, you know, what I'm saying like I, I totally agree. Well, I mean, I yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I think it is kind of like the Shanahan tree, but everybody gives credit to Sean McVay. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, he's 36 and he won a championship. What have you all done? <laughs> well, I fought for my country. I don't know what have you done. <laughs> all right, Chris, what have we done? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, we'll get into that later. But I had a, I almost actually came to blows with somebody Saturday at the rodeo like nice. legit over over <laughs> over that oh so I'll tell that story later uh I don't know what I've done I have not significantly broke the law man I can't even say that 
nothing me and, me and court, as they say in a courtroom i'm going to plead the fifth <laughs> uh the game was can we say the game can, is it fair to say the game was mundane in the first half yes aside from a few pop-up cincinnati plays i mean it was still it was close at least so like it was still it, close. Was, yeah but it was, was just very movement s- of the ball i guess yeah I think mundane is a good word to use. Yeah. Um, and then, so, but uh, like, I almost saw, because one of the things that we kept talking about the whole time we were watching the game is every time a punt, like, Corey would shoot up eye to me because, you know, we had the punt over, over, or over, under. I couldn't remember which one. Like, <laughs> the, the whole time I was watching that, and it sucked because, like, you all know, like, generally the three of us all try to stay fairly sober for the actual event that we're, you know, like, for, I want to watch the game. I want to at least remember the score, and then after that, I'll get blacked yeah. out. Like we're all fairly decent at that. I, for the life of me, I could not remember what our bets were. <laughs> like not even like what I bet, just like what they even fucking were. Even I was like, man, shit. Uh, but it seemed, and somebody can, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost seems like two very risky coaches got into the Super Bowl and then just for and then just and then played very conservative. Played conservative. conservative. Yeah. Because uh, L.A. ran the ball more times than they should have throughout the entire game. Totally agree. And, 40 uh, yards total. Yeah, and it, it wasn't very effective. Right. You know, they their receivers had more success catching the ball out of the backfield than they did running the ball. Um, Cincinnati ran the ball with actual pretty decent success. Uh, Not bad. With Joe Mixon. But but it just seemed like when there there were fourth downs on either half of the fifty or you know close to the fifty you know things like that where a week five game they would have gone for it well, all season long they no went brainer for it, you know and then they didn't I'm not saying that's one way or the other the end of the game or anything like that but that was just something that I noted the other one too was uh, Corey um, made so much fun of a man who blew his knee out in the most important game of his life. Of course he did. I don't know what you're talking about. Now you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, and somebody got hurt, and that was their excuse for uh, uh, dropping the ball. Yeah, when he got when he blew his knee out, yeah. I, I, I want to – until I see x-rays, I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he's just going to play it up straight up and – it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to see. I want to see evidence. I'm not gonna lie. I was saying the same thing in the bar, Corey. So I. Can't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an Odell fan, but I am happy that he at least got to have a touchdown before his before his injury or whatever. Yeah. You know, or contribute in some kind of way. It's yeah. always good to see guys can like in the Super Bowl that like that get to contribute. Like uh, uh, the interception, like, in like the, the big players. Yeah, yeah. The interception in the end zone by Cincinnati. You know, yep. that was a hu- one. Uh, that was a huge interception, yeah, huge. and then two. It was, it was. You know, it was probably the moment of that guy's life up until the end of the game. Yeah, um, and then and, and also won uh, it won us that uh, under nine and a half jersey bet too. Oh yeah, the Odell won the under nine and a half points jersey bet. Oh yeah, but. The funniest thing from the Super Bowl of all time, excluding anything that happened with the entertainment industry, was <coughs> after that end zone interception, the injured reserve player running out onto the field to celebrate with his teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Costing them, what, 10 yards, I think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a 10 yard penalty, I believe. That guy better the, not have a job today. The, uh, dude, the. 
there have been, there were so many memes of that dude. Which I don't I, know what the fuck he was smoking. Well, yeah, like what I, were you thinking? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, it's it's hard to like super judge a dude when it's. I mean, I know it's the Super Bowl. We have never been there, nor will we ever be there, and understand like the. But I mean, that's just a. That's, that's an just easy dumb. one. Yeah, that's like an that's, easy one. Yeah, because like that's only happened one time in, in the entire NFL history. Yeah. Like that's yeah. it. Like that's it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, dude like, that's been scratched is runs out on flippy floppies and and sand. That, that would that would be bad enough to do that like in week two, but <laughs> yeah. like, in the <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> though, like dude, come on, man, like dude, like do you just not watch football? Like, oh I don't, man. So so can I tell you all like. So we go. We went up to you know hang out with Justin Shelby and go out in Cincinnati. And we we went. Uh, Justin had gotten us a reservation at a place. Like we went and got brunch at a different place, and then kind of just worked our way that direction. And uh, dude, the city was. I'm talking. We, we got up like we got downtown about twelve thirty. Uh, so we, we they kept the girls kept saying brunch. I was like, well, I mean it's afternoon, so that's not it's lunch. That's <laughs> what we're doing. You can like, still get eggs for lunch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, like the I mean the city was just electric, dude. I don't know how to describe it. Like it was you could definitely tell that anybody that's been a Bengals fan for any amount of time was nervous as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like just the excitement was so crazy. And I, I, I say that just to say on the backside that for for a city that's that was just popping to like go absolutely fucking nuts after the game was over. I've never, I don't know how to describe how that city felt. Like, it, I mean, it was literally like somebody just punched the air out of an entire city. Like, mm. I, you know what I mean? Like, nobody was, nobody was even really mad. Like, you, but it was just straight disappointment. And like, like I said, it was like everybody was on the edge of their seat for five hours just being ready to get fucking burn it down wild. And then when it was like, you know, time and then they they lose at the very end it's like ah i know like everybody just went home for the most part like people didn't even really stay out and like it was it was it was wild it was the craziest like i'm glad we went up there but it was just it's the weirdest thing to describe like i said the best way i could just that the air got punched punched out of an entire city but it was wild that's crazy I, I do. I mean, I feel bad for Cincinnati fans. I I do, however, think that this this is this might not be their last trip. I agree with, with the roster that they have now because they can only make Im- improvements as far as like key positions go. Um, you know, they can make they can make some improvements in the in uh, the defense. Although the defense played pretty well throughout the whole season. And they played pretty decent in the game, if we're being honest. Like I was gonna say, like for I think going into the playoffs, the defense was probably the most the biggest question. But I think in the actual playoffs, the defense, the defense was pretty damn good. Like, I think Eli Apple may actually be shipped out of town, like physically put in a box and shipped out of town. <laughs> that may be true. I still think Jalen Ramsey had a worse game than he did, but whatever. <clears throat> I mean, I thought Jalen had a decent game compared to the previous two games because he just yeah. got absolutely fucking torched for two games prior to that. It was it, it, you, the, 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 the few highlights or the highlights for Cincinnati that involved Jalen Ramsey made him look bad, you know, but he, he, I think he had a decent game yeah. overall and he did for sure get raked on a, on that face mask. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yes, didn't call did. that at For all. Sure. Yeah, that was bad. I, I agree with you in that, like, um, fuck, I just completely thought what I was going to say. For, I mean, it just straight left my body. All right. Gone. For sure. Um, I will say uh, that, you know, there's no there's no finger pointing when it comes to the NFL unless it's the – or when it comes to the Super Bowl, unless it's that one Seahawks-Patriots one. You, you blame that <laughs> yeah, on Pete Carroll yeah, yeah. all day, every there's day. A, there's a big old finger to point yeah. at that one. But Zach Taylor's decision on fourth and one, uh, on several third and ones and fourth and ones to have P. Ryan in instead of his all-pro – 200 and what is he like 240 pound running back yeah, I, I didn't even like everybody kept saying what was he doing on fourth but like every time that it mattered back it up to third what the fuck were they doing on third down like every yeah. time he didn't have joe mixon in and he just like what are we doing i i don't I, Corey also may recall my uh utter disdain for cincinnati throwing passing plays out into the flat they fell in love with that play uh-huh. early on, and it I, was not working for them. Yeah. I thought Chris was going to fucking lose his shit. Well, they they had – like the first time they ran one of those, it wasn't super successful, but they had somebody beat. It, like it should have been more successful than it was. And I think they just saw that upstairs and were like, oh, we're just going to fucking keep hammering this down until – but it was, like, it was like playing – it was like playing – watching that was like playing somebody in Madden that just runs the same play every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, dude, what the fuck, man? Well, like, I'm not – I mean, obviously, I'm not an NFL coach. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm not – you know, I, could, I couldn't even coach a, a group of high schoolers. But, well, well depends on where I'm at. <laughs> uh, go to Deming High School. I could probably so coach you, you, go, you go to Bourbon County probably did. The Robertson <laughs> County. Looking for a coach, bro. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but – uh it it just blows my mind that when you have third and yardage to go and you've and you've decided to pass the ball, it's a passing situation, right? That's you know, that's not hard to figure out. Passing situation on third down. Why they ran they they ran routes in front of the first down marker, expecting to gain it on the on the yak. But why not just take that out of the equation? Right. I, if you know, it's, like you know that linebackers are going to play to the sticks, you know that if it's short yards, they're going to play press coverage, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. So just, I mean, the NFL is chock full of loopholes with these natural picks and sometimes unnatural picks yep. and things like that. Why can't we run something beyond the line? Beyond the line to gain, but no, we threw it out to the flat. Almost not we, but they threw it out to the flat, almost even with the line of scrimmage at times, sometimes behind the line yeah, of scrimmage. Definitely behind the, the line one scrimmage. you really lost your shit, that was the one behind the line of scrimmage. Why yeah. would you throw behind the line of scrimmage On when, third and whatever. when it's your last down to try and get six, five, six, seven yards? It's so a- I, I do have one quick thing. I, I thought about this because, like, in the moment when Samar J. Uh, P. Ryan got the ball instead of Nixon, Mixon notoriously, even though he's been a third down back sometimes, so Marge P. Ryan is bigger and has better hands. But is so, he but is he a pro bowler? No, but what I'm saying is like he's a house cat and like if they thought they were gonna throw it to him or something like that and he tried to go to the middle or something like that, it would have been a little bit different. See, I mean I, I understand what you're saying, Corey, and I don't know I don't even disagree with you, but well I do in that it's a Super Bowl. Like, to me, I'm going to put my – I want the ball to be in my best playmaker's hands at, w- like, whatever I'm trying to do. Like the, well, other thing, the other thing I don't understand either, like, kind of to your point about throwing in the flash, Chris, like, 
not you don't even have to I mean you to me on third and five a receiver shouldn't catch the ball shorter than six yards like the yes. ball should be inside of his hands at least six yards minimum like I don't understand I know you can't do this every fucking time because clearly the defense will adjust but like especially with Jamar Chase you put him on a not even necessarily a slant but just a crossing route he is going to fucking outrun the defender because he is going to get a he's going to get a, a half a step on him and that's all he needs to yeah. get five yards like I, I don't their their play call was just questionable at best and I mean dude he's a young guy and he's going to have plenty of success they're going oh this is what I was going to say earlier like I think the thing with the Bengals is like you said they have no they are only going to get better. Some people thought it was kind of a fluke that they made it this year, and I think they deserve to be there. But they're definitely going to be better next year. I mean, they're, they're going to have better pieces next year. That's just a fact. So, I mean, but, man, Zach Taylor's got to – they got to clean that up. There's there's some coaching stuff that they could definitely clean up for sure. Yeah. And then on the flip side of the ball, I mean, Matt Stafford had some Matt Stafford plays. But that's just you know it's per the yep. per his uh, persona. Uh, one but, was his fault. One was not. Right. Um, yeah. One was the receiver just, yeah, that just almost handed it to the guy. Yeah, literally. But uh, but he, he also had one of the greatest throws I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the no look pass in the fourth quarter Dude. with the game on the line. That shit was wild. Uh, balls of steel. Yeah, that shit was wild. But to back to my point about giving the ball to your all pro in the fourth he quarter. He's from Detroit, by the way. Balls of steel. Oh, I get it. Yeah, Steel City. Nice. Um, Giving the ball to your All-Pro, when when the Rams needed to move the ball in the fourth quarter, they turned to Cooper Cup, their All-Pro Offensive Player of the Year, Triple Crown winning wide receiver. Whereas when Cincinnati needed one or two yards, they turned to their backup running back. (laughs) Yeah, it just blows my mind. Yeah, I, I don't, man. Like I it said, wasn't the, it wasn't the best Super Bowl I've ever seen, but no, I mean it was because New England wasn't back in. and forth enough. And then the I don't know that, that Eagles zero is pretty good. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like the fourth quarter was a, that quarter was one of the best quarters I've seen in a Super Bowl. Yeah, no, it really was. I mean, and honestly, that was minus some. I mean, legit minus some Patriot games like in the in the mid early 2000s, like that that had one of the better finishes too. I mean, yeah. Did uh, anybody feel a little let down on that? Because I, I wish that Cincinnati had picked up that fourth down at the end of the game. I didn't realize how like, close it was to, for P. Ryan to catch that. He was still like three yards off. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, but like just that weird flop and they got hit, and like it, he almost still caught that. Yeah, for for as good as that game was, and like how that was setting up to be, it was kind of a letdown for that to end like that. <laughs> like. Yeah, like like we were all just we went down to my brother's house and we were all just sitting in the living room. We were just like, oh well, all right, that's ball game. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, like <laughs> I know it's it's like I'm not kidding you. When that happened, like the, the bar we were at, almost everybody left. Oh god, I mean it like emptied out. Like I mean, quick. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris was witness to this. You know, obviously Stafford versus Bengals. I was fine with either way, but as soon as they scored that last touchdown, it became a uh, three and zero game again. I immediately turn into the biggest Los Angeles Rams fan <laughs> yeah. of all time. That doesn't surprise Because I me. had a 3-0 square that hit in the second quarter, and it was about to hit the third quarter for $200. Nice. Oh, so I was like, let's go yeah. Rams. 
Yeah, Corey didn't invite us to play the square game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That was off the fantasy football thing. Watch though. it with all your friends, and then don't you know let your friends play. Once you join the league, or jo- not? Well, yeah, join the league too, but join the page. Well, nah. Let me check my phone. Well, then for- don't worry about it. I'm gonna check my phone for my invites. Ooh. Yeah, I don't see one. All right, fair enough, Nate. I will send you an invite. <laughs> Uh, so I got to tell you all this. So before the game, uh, I don't know if you all realize this or not, but they had it on at the bar. Thank God, USA curling. Yeah, had it. Had a match. So we we got to that bar where we were watching the game right when that match started. Honestly, and they had it on. I was like, "Fuck yes!" So it took me about a, maybe six minutes to be like up, basically standing on the table cheering for USA curling because like <laughs> it was a pretty good match. I don't know if you all saw it or not, dude. Everybody in that restaurant thought I was like clearly ridiculously crazy for five minutes. The next three hours of watching that, dude, the entire place was going fucking nuts over USA Curling. Dude. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, oh, yeah. th- th- like literally the entire restaurant. It was like, it, like I think everybody first of all was just tired of listening to pre Super Bowl talk because I mean, fuck, we've been talking about it for two weeks. There's only yeah. so much you can say for one game. So like I don't think anybody really wanted to watch that stuff, even though they're all Cincinnati fans. So the fact that curling was on and then everybody just uh, did was fucking awesome. <laughs> it's great. Did we win? Yes. Okay. And a close one. All right. Um Super Bowl like- Super Bowl the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. Um I'll go ahead and say it. It was awesome. Yeah, I was afraid of what you're going to do. Everybody keeps saying that the only one that's been better than that was Prince. I always thought the Prince one was overrated to begin with anyway. So, to, to me, that's the best one I I can remember in my lifetime. All right, well, I'll be the guy then. Uh, of course you do. I mean, I enjoyed it in the moment, and it was awesome. But, like, it wasn't spectacular. Like, it sounded like I was listening to all of that on 104.5 edited, and they didn't do anything, like, crazy. Well, what do you want them to do? You want yeah. them to do the entire vocabulary on national television? The, and they're all, no, they're like all the, 55 like they and older like, now. They like, wouldn't like, even, like, a show or anything. It was just them standing and, but I, like, saying this stuff, and then, like, Gray, uh, like, <laughs> pretending to produce the entire thing. I, I would have said this. So we went back. When we woke up at Justin Shelby's yesterday, we, me and Justin watched it again. We actually just started watching all the halftime shows. We were fucking bored. But, like, even watching it again, I will say this, because I made this comment that night, but especially Kendrick Lamar's people, but freaking uh, their dancers, I thought everybody's dancers were off the fucking chain. His dancers were fucking sick. When they did the box thing. Dude, that shit was badass. And the camera work on it, like the the the, the snap zooms in yeah. and out was awesome. That shit was awesome. Huh. That guy was pretty cool, man. I never really listened to any of his stuff. I hadn't either. So the, the Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I remember the day that I texted you all about the halftime show because I just seen a commercial for it. I went upstairs to tell Hannah because she was in the shower and she had our TV on playing music up there, and one of his songs came on literally as I was like saying his name. It was Whoa. so fucking weird. So I sat there and watched, it, and I was like, I mean, it's all right, cool, whatever. But I mean, I think he was definitely like the probably the least. Well known of everybody that was involved with well, that Super Bowl was, show, but he was of our the, age of our age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was he's say, more he's of a younger the, guy. He's the connection to the younger crowd <clears throat> for sure. But I, one, one of you all asked, one of y'all asked me, they're like, "Who's Kendrick Lamar?" I was like, "Man, even I know who he is." Like, he is he's pretty, yeah. Pretty cool. As far like, as like younger people, like I'd say probably yeah. mid to late twenties, he's a huge deal. Yeah, but I, I just for I, me the best part was the Fifty Cent surprise. 
I did love that. Everybody keeps hating on him too for gaining weight. Like, man, fuck y'all, dude. We don't look that way. <laughs> so, like, that's what I was gonna say. Like, everybody's fucking sitting behind their keyboards talking about him gaining weight. Like, motherfucker, what do you look like twenty five years later? I didn't think he looked all that bad. I, honestly, I didn't either. <clears throat> I mean, he was a little bit like he had. He added a couple more C's to the thick, but for real. But he wasn't like he wasn't like. He still looks like he worked out, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, Well, he hung upside down. I think, I think he just looks fucking know, right? like Flow Rider now instead of fucking what he used to look like. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. did you guys know he got shot nine times? Shit, for real? Yeah. Recently? Couldn't tell a difference in his walk at all. No. <clears throat> no. I loved I loved the halftime show. Um, I will say, too, also, I think I think Bruno Mars is probably the best halftime show. It was a good one. I love. I it. agree with that. I, did, I thought the one thing that they messed up this year, the, like the they had a prime opportunity to put all of them in one of those fucking hoopty cars up front and drive off the yeah. field when they left. Like I don't know how they didn't, why they didn't do that. Like it would have been badass to have fucking hydraulics just slamming them off the field. Like <laughs> that would have been I, sick. I, in, I, in my opinion, like I think, I think it was like the fourth or fifth best one. Like I, I liked it the best because it was people that I knew. As far as like who it was, but like I thought the weekend one, considering what it was, like and where it was, and it could be at the stadium, I thought it was better. The one last year, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that one at all. Yeah, Bruno Mars, I'm not a fan of him, but his was amazing. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm not a huge fan of his, but I thought that was a great one. <coughs> I mean, I was, I enjoyed it. Like we all were sitting there fucking bobbing our heads and, uh, you know, singing it the the way it's supposed to be sung instead of edited, but. Like, oh. See, that's another thing, too. That's the other thing. I, I, you had to edit those songs so much that it kind of, like, turned it, you know, well, a little bit. they did a good job of picking songs that weren't the worst, if that makes sense. Like, all, all, I think when Snoop yells Buster at me, I'm like, get it. What are we no, no, no. I, I, agree, I, I agree with what you're saying. What I mean is, like, they didn't take, like, their fucking worst rated songs that they ever did in their career and then try to make those clean like they took songs that were already radio edited anyway yeah. and yeah. just did those versions yeah, of them right. but but like yeah I mean that part of it is kind of hard but I mean they're obviously not going to get up on the Super Bowl stage and start screaming fuck at people so yeah yeah it's not like they're going to have uh, fucking Lip Biscuit there singing that fucking song where it's like you want to fuck me like an animal <laughs> great song by the way yeah uh I did so yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, video evidence surfaced of a one uh, Snoop Dogg uh, allegedly allegedly puffing on a on oh, a joint. I, saw, I heard about that. Stage. Funniest thing ever. I saw this dude on Twitter. It wasn't even like a blue check mark guy. It was just some rando uh, retweeted the video and was like, "I." And he's well, obviously he's being sarcastic, but he's like, "I can't believe this this behavior out of Mister Dog." The NFL just lost another fan. And, <laughs> and, like, I went into the mentions on the tweet, and, like, they, like we have to – there has – telephones and computers need to come up with a font that means sarcasm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I totally agree I that. thought that was the capitalized uh, letter and then don't capitalize the letter. And then- no, that's when you're mocking somebody. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen people use italics for that, but, like, I don't – like I don't that think that works. Either. Works right. I just lost but. all fucking. How about that? There we go. Yeah. There we go. Um. So like, it was so funny because in the mentions, like nobody, like people were totally. They were like, oh, you know that it's legal in thirty three states, right? Oh my god. So. And then yeah. people were tweeting underneath of them, being like, "Well, that went way over your head, didn't it?" <laughs> well, I thought it was funny. 
I don't think my mic's on at all. Or it's, God it's, damn it. My headphones. There it there is. There we go. Uh, I, the, evidently, there was, that was a prop bet also, was whether or not he would come out on the stage smoking one. So, I mean, I feel like he did pretty good for himself to not like, come out and smoke. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> Shout out OG uh, Eminem was, fuck me, a stupid soundboard. Corey, are you still there? Yeah, you should be. I just haven't heard him. That's why I was asking. He might be. Peeing. Yeah. Okay. Just, uh, no, you're good. You know. You're good. <laughs> uh, shout out. OG Eminem was told explicitly by the NFL not to take a knee. And then he was just like, uh, I'm from eight mile road. I'm going to take a knee. And you're <laughs> yeah. not going to tell me anything. Honestly, yeah. I thought he just had to have a break and he just kneeled real quick. Nah, apparently it was like a thing, you know, <clears throat> I, the, <clears throat> the whole taking a knee thing or whatever. Yeah. So he did it. NFL told him not to. He did it anyways. I'm all for a good Rebel Yale like it. Yeah. See, I didn't even know. I didn't know any of that. I'm, I'm glad to hear <laughs> that. Uh, man, like, I think it's weird kind of seeing him with the beard. A little bit. But my man looks good older. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's it's, aged well. It's weird seeing him. You know what it is? It's weird seeing him with because we have this captured image of what Slim like, Shady looks yeah. like with the bleached hair. And baby face, baby skin. face, yeah. And like, it, and this, the dude stopped bleaching his hair a long time ago, yeah. and yeah. just nobody paid any attention. And then you finally saw, saw him for five minutes with, yeah. with his normal hair color and a beard, and you're just like, what? What is this? Speaking of speaking of getting older, have you seen his daughter? I don't want to talk about it. Is she out of high school yet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's like twenty something. All right, she's uh, hot. As, she's really hot. I haven't seen. Yeah. I don't think I saw her. Yeah, it's aggressive. Like, okay. Can you imagine dating her? No. Like, that would be the wildest thing ever, just being like, hey, uh, you want to meet my dad? Also, he's a rap god. <laughs> right. Like, I thought that was part of the show that I thought was really awesome, is like, those, at least those three, Snoop, Dre, and Eminem, have obviously done a lot of work in their careers together. Like, they legit looked like they were A, friends, which, I mean, I know Dre and Eminem are, but like, and just B, having a good time. You know, like, you could see that on a performer. Like, they just yeah. looked like they were just, like, fucking hanging out, having a good time. Yeah, and I will be on Corey's team for about three minutes here. Mary J, not a good look. Dude, it's, I don't get it with her. Now, what wait the fuck is the, like, thing with her? What do you mean by not a good look? Just overall. She's not a good singer. She's not a good singer. Overall. Her performance was not great. Or Are you talking about how she physically looks, though? Nah, I'm not worried about I that. I thought she looked pretty oh, damn I good. I would argue she's pretty... I don't know. I wouldn't say about that. You said bad look. That's why I was... That's why I'm, No, I misconstrued. Because uh, when she came out, I was like, damn, yeah, no, she sure still, looks yeah, good she, for she's good 55 or whatever she's she is She's definitely good looking. And, but dance moves were off. Yeah, off. yeah, they weren't They weren't good. Real You're right bad. about that. And then she could... I don't know if she was having an issue with the live performance or what, man, but it didn't sound good. She also... No, that's just what she sounds like. She also had... Uh, I thought her dancers were really good, which made her look worse. Yeah. You her know what I mean? Her dancers were miles ahead of her. <laughs> yeah, they were... It was not good. Yeah, not I don't know good. where they sourced all these dancers. I don't know if they're like the touring dancers with each of them or what, man, but they were fucking on Phenomenal. it. Yeah. And not one... Uh, marching band showed up, which was weird because usually yep. all of the every entertainer for yep. the Super Bowl is like, "Hey, you guys remember that Nick Cannon movie?" <laughs> I'm going to bring this this band from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there's yep. been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of debate on social medias about uh, whether you liked it, liked the Super Bowl halftime show or not. Obviously, all three of us liked it or enjoyed it at least. Um, I'll just say this: uh, I. The last job, one of the last jobs I would want 
is to try and pick the artist that goes on for the Super Bowl. Dude, it's insane. Well, I think the problem is uh, it's definitely – there's a demographic that they are trying to appease with with well, their, their picks for that. If you think and about if you're it, over yeah, it 50, was, you ain't it. Well, so my like, thing is, is like the Super Bowl happened in L.A., okay? Los Angeles is pretty much all well-known for rap and hip-hop. Yep. And they brought in West Coast rappers, minus Slim Shady. <laughs> minus Eminem. I still don't know how he got worked into that. I mean, it's because it's Dre. I think I, it's in like his contract I, with I, Dre. Like, wherever you go, I go. Yeah. But <laughs> so they brought well, in. Tupac wasn't available, so. Ah, uh, uh, yikes. West Coast soon. rappers to play <laughs> on the West Coast in a place where uh, rap, rap and hip hop is the is the yeah, top dog. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like. There are very few honky tonks out in in L.A. <laughs> Actually, there probably are. There but, probably are, honky but there's still minority. You... But no, they're honky tonks ran by like <laughs> hipsters that are like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no one's even talking about this Chris Stapleton guy <laughs> out there, <laughs> out there, out there, out there, 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 yeah, out there. Yeah. So, like, think about it this way: like, if you like, if you move the Super Bowl to Seattle, yeah, you could have Pearl Jam, yeah, and yeah, I agree. Pearl with that. Jam. If we talk about this, then you're going to get whole as well. Yeah, you don't have to though. I just love like because you can't you can't make anybody happy. Uh, person we know, he was like, "Yeah, it was okay," and then some very very left leaning person was like, "Well, maybe next year we can get a Morgan Wallen or whatever his name is to do it." And then yeah. the guy was like, "I don't even know who that is." And then I chimed in. I was like, "Basically, that person's calling you a racist." And the person that made that comment was like, "Yeah, I'm calling you a racist." I was like, for what? Because he doesn't like Dre? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand okay. it like, at all. I, I it saw... <clears throat> I mean, think about it if you had... Like, what if you had the Super Bowl in Nashville? That would be a prime spot to have just some stellar country music. Yeah, I, for sure. And you you couldn't... You know, if, if, you, if Nashville was the place, to your point, you're not going to... Like, if somebody decided to have all country artists, that's what people are going to expect. Yeah, at a game in Nashville, like that's just typical. Yeah, but they're not going to have Clint Black. They're going to have like that whatever that stupid kid that raps with all the. But that's uh, fine. But that's okay. You know why? Because part of Nashville country. country. Guess what? The 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 NFL is trying to the well the people that are organ Pepsi, I guess. Right? I guess it's Pepsi. Yeah, it's probably Pepsi. They're trying to put together a short concert that appeals to three hundred and fifty million people. That all listen to different kinds of music and are of different age. So fuck them if they choose something that's a little popular. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Nowhere with came that. in, by the way. 112.3 teamed in. Damn. What, now, what now? That was the viewership what? of the NFL. Say that again. 112.3 million. God dang, dude. That's but crazy. Just, but just imagine that. And I don't know how they do the numbers, but I'm assuming that's 112.3 TVs. I don't know if that's how that, or maybe that is how that. I works. No, I think that's how. Yeah, that's how it had to be work. Dang, so that's not even. That's not, a party, like, I was gonna say that's not yeah. even accounting for like bars, restaurants. I think it they does. may do an average. I think they it may does. do an average. But what I'm saying is, is you have ten TVs in a bar, but sixty people. Oh, I see yeah. what you're saying. So you're only gonna get credit I'm for ten about, when there's actually. Yeah, I, I'm talking about human eyes. On. Oh yeah, I think no. I, that one twelve is like just literally. Yeah, like TVs. I'm That's a sure. lot, dude. So I felt that. Yeah, there's no telling how much actual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they compute that. I don't know. I don't know that I'm right. I just that's what I would assume. But that's crazy, man. Mm. 
<clears throat> I'm uh, I'm in the mi- I'm in the middle of uh my girlfriend just texted me, actually texted Nate and told me to order something from Texas Roadhouse. So that's a win for you by the way. It's a win for me. Uh so uh I kind of want to tell you all about my weekend, but I'm going to go backwards to it just because we're at Sunday right now. But so after the game, I told you not there weren't very many people going out. So like all of Justin Shelby's friends didn't want to go out. They were like kind of bummed after the game. So like the four of us were like, well, we're not done yet. Let's go to one more place and we'll just kind of hang out and get a feel for it. Should I get a steak? I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Uh, so pork chops, baby. Those pork chops are good, but I just haven't had a steak in a while. Sounds good. Uh so Saturday, you know, we did the the barrels bourbon thing, whatever the rodeo. So Sunday, when we went up to Tennessee or up to Cincinnati, I want I just I wore my cowboy hat again. I don't know. I just had it, put it on, cool, whatever. Well, I, I say that because, you know, the whole time we're at the bar, I had it. So we leave to go to this other bar. We start walking, and like literally, we walk maybe a hundred feet, and the girls are cold and want to go into the closest bar that there is. So they literally just dive into a bar. When I say that there were not any other white people in there, I mean not one single other white person. There were, did you go to mahogany? There were the four of us and then me with a cowboy hat on. Did you did were you for real? Was it mahogany? I don't know what I don't know what that is. Is that a strip club? No, it's a bar. It very very much could have been that. I don't, like, <laughs> I'm I'm not kidding when I say we're the only ones. So we're standing up at the bar. And this dude walks up and he goes, well, this is an interesting choice for you all. And I was like, yeah, I mean, the women wanted to come in here, and I'm, I'm kind of wondering why now. But So <laughs> this dude just starts talking to me. He ended up being – he was in the Air Force for like six years. He was a cool dude. He was about our age, and he was funny as fuck, man. He was like, yeah, I don't know that you all really should be here. <laughs> but <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to let anybody fuck with you. So, I mean, you should be good because he was a big fucking dude. I was like, well, I appreciate that. I love bud. the honesty. That's, awesome. That's what I, I was dying laughing because I'm like, I don't know. I, I made a couple jokes too, like that. Like he was cool with it, you know what I mean? So it yeah. wasn't like we were just appreciating like the humor of the situation. But yeah, it, it was pretty funny. That's hysterical. It That's was. Awesome. I'm, I'm dead serious when I say there were probably 200 people in there and 196 of them weren't my color. That's awesome. I don't know. Mahogany cannot hold 200 people. Yeah. this place, I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was. It was decent size. Mahogany can hold seventy. Maybe. Well, I was also pretty drunk at that point too, so maybe I'm maybe my. Uh, so let's see, weekend. I'll talk about. So Valentine's Day was this weekend. Yep. By the way, uh, it was Monday, but yeah, it was Monday, but but you know what? Celebrate over the weekend. People, yeah. Some people do that. Uh, I cooked a steak dinner for myself and Jamie. Nice. It was quite good. Took a risk, and I've never made like a. You ever made like a mushroom cream sauce? No, not like what you did. I've not never done it either, and it was delicious. Yeah, that's, and I, I, you can't go wrong with mushroom stuff. I would not. I would not be hard pressed to revisit that. It was very nice. good. There but are dogs. Did Nate just walk back losing. into the room? No, dude. You can hear the dogs. Yeah, so oh, that means sure. everyone can hear the dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. That's part of the show. That's part of the show. Um. Steak dinner was incredible. Um, hey, I'm not trying to be a dick when you're when you're cooking because you're really good at cooking. When you're making a mushroom cream sauce, are you using cream or mushroom? No. Okay, I'm, I, I'm, yeah. I'm asking. Right. No, it was it was basically in a nutshell. It was mushrooms, 
cooked cooked down. Yeah, and then like sauteed them. Yeah, and then red wine. Um, let's see, mushrooms, red wine, uh, some beef stock, but I just had bouillon paste, so I just scooped that in there, and then uh, heavy cream. That sounds delightful. I've done something similar to that for pasta. Like, you know what I mean? Because I hate Alfredo. I know that's weird. Everybody loves it, but I don't like it. So, like, I usually do, if I do, like, a creamier sauce, I do, like, a mushroom. Like, just like that. Yeah. Same thing. But, yeah, it was delicious. Um, and then, I think, was it, it might have been Friday night. It might have been Saturday night. I can't remember. Uh, I had the worst night of my life. <laughs> okay. And both of Warm. you are aware of this. Uh, I received a text message uh, from one Tommy Vallandigham. <laughs> <laughs> took, me, took me a minute to remember what you were talking about. Pretty now. famous. He should be pretty famous on this show because we take pot shots at him all the time. <clears throat> and by George, the young lad, just uh, he just takes them. He got in your head. And by God, the, when he saw an opportunity, <laughs> he took it full advantage and of ran. it and ruined my entire night. <laughs> uh, I get a text message from young Tommy, and it's a picture of my mother. <laughs> Let me oh, let me let me hilarious. throw in some detail real quick on that. It wasn't just like a hey, I found this picture of your mom online. It was very obvious that I am currently sitting across from your mother at the moment. Yeah. And the caption said, "Kind of ner- <laughs> first date, kind of nervous." <laughs> this man, <laughs> he crushed it. He was in he was in Chris's head for hours. Rent free, rent free, son. He was just camped out up there. Dude, I moved him in. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you helped him bring the U haul in. I've never in my life felt so powerless. <laughs> and there was nothing. I, there was no threat. No nothing. No counter your mom joke. Anything. <laughs> nope. That could combat what was happening. What was transpiring? And then my mother. Realizing that this was getting under my skin, starts sending me pictures of them together. I don't think I knew that. Oh yeah, she's like kissing him on the cheek and oh, talking boy. about how she. God, mom. Uh, Tommy's girlfriend's a, a cute little blonde girl. She's like, I just need to get rid of this blonde, and he's on my. <laughs> I love your mom, dude. Good for her. I power so, just gave Tommy Blanningham a single, a double, a triple, and home run. Yeah, now giving Denise three home runs. Dude, yep. Tommy, for for all the shit that we give that that young lad, he deserves <laughs> all the credit in the world. I was, I was in knots, uh, at yeah. my like to the point where Jamie was looking at me. It was like, do you want to drive to Cynthia? <laughs> Please tell me you didn't ruin Valentine's Day because of that. No, no, I was laughing the whole time. We were laughing. Okay. Yeah, it was just it was funny. It was incredibly it, like, funny. The timing of it, I think, because like. The timing of it was just really good. I'll say that. It was really fantastic. Oh, God. It was so. (laughs) That picture was hysterical. The initial picture was great. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. Well well played. I will give the man. And then he tried to. He tried to. (laughs) He tried to uh, circle that into an appearance on the show. Oh yeah, he did. I'm not forget. After yeah. all this, after all that, Corey, like he was shit. He was like making me feel like dog shit and all that stuff. And he's like, "How come I never been on the show?" I'm like, "Bitch, we." <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> like you definitely get on here now. We should bring him on the show though. He could connect us with the younger folk. Yep. Yeah, sure. let's see him. Uh, let's see him big, big and bad behind a mic. Talk some shit. Yeah, it's hard enough behind a keyboard. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, 
my weekend was pretty, pretty, pretty lame. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> Way to really oversell that. Sunday was fun, but like, so I got cucked on uh, reservations at Rodney's. That's oh yikes! That does suck. What because day? they they closed down for a little bit uh, for some reason. So like every time you went to open the table, not available, not available. So then I finally got on there, and it was like eight forty five, and I was like, "Fuck that bullshit!" Yeah. So me and Trees, we actually had a great day, just chilling or whatever. And then Sunday, I went with uh, went to eat with mom or whatever, and did the whole thing, uh, you know, at Christmas. But I was able to get a, a reservation for next Saturday at Rodney's. There you go. Nice. 6.30. And then I was still able to move the Tennessee trip one day so that me and uh, Teresa could keep the tradition of yesterday on Valentine's Day getting the heart pizza. Nice. So we, we got the heart pizza. And Hell it yeah. was an awesome time. <clears throat> That's our tradition, and it was fantastic. Sweet, man. That's awesome. Yeah. We, uh, our Valentine's was just the rodeo. rodeo baby. Yep. So, so let me, I got to tell you all this story. I was going to say, I want to hear about you trying to fight <clears throat> so, a guy at rodeo. Yes, me too. So, we, so we get, well, back up from that. UK played Friday or Saturday. So we had people, some of Hannah's horse riding friends came in from out of town. Um, my buddy Jay, you all know, a couple other people were going to go to the concert at the rodeo. So they just came over to the house to watch the games. So like we had, we had about 20 people over our house for a little bit. Uh, just a weird mixed crowd of people because people like Rachel had a lot of her friends over. It was strange, but anyway. Uh, so we watched the game, and I didn't do a whole lot of drinking during the game. Like like I said, I was just drinking a couple beers, you know, whatever. But um, we get to the well, we get in the car to go to the rodeo. We had a um, our dog sitter Sarah was taking us, um, and it was pretty evident pretty quick that my wife was going to be f- super fucked. Mm. Turbo fucked So I was like Well this is gonna be fun So I was trying to be A little bit more responsible Which I know that is <laughs> Crazy for any of you All to believe <clears throat> So anyway We get there And Very shortly after We get there You know they do The rodeo is big Like they do a big thing National anthem All that stuff Like they have Some pre-stuff Whatever So uh, The national anthem starts And I know Chris can attest to this Corey you probably Didn't see it so much But like this isn't even just a military thing. Like, since I was in high school, I will chew somebody's ass for fucking talking during a national anthem because it fucking rubs me all sorts of wrong. I just can't. I'm with you, too. I can't I'm, stand I'm with it. You. But, like, well, what I mean, though, is it's not just from being in the military. Like, I've always just been that way. I don't know what it is, just something about it. So, this group of dudes that was like over close to me or close to us literally talked the entire thing. I mean, the whole thing. So as soon as it was over, it was so funny because, like, some of Hannah's friends that don't even really know me that well were just like, well, saw that coming. Because, I mean, I like I was beeline for them. <laughs> like it, whatever. So I get over there, and, I, dude, I, 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 I wasn't even, like, mean about it or anything. I literally just said, hey, guys, I understand that this national anthem may not mean anything to you guys, but it means something to a whole lot of people that are here. So maybe next time you can just not talk for a minute, 15 seconds, let the national anthem play, and then go about your night and nobody cares. Nobody said a word. There were three dudes, two of them, like, you could tell they kind of felt like, oh, man, like, you know, you're right, cool. We kind of fucked up, like, whatever. Then that one guy. Yeah. Well, but nobody said anything. So I walked back over to my people, whatever, and we're just talking. What do you mean by your people? Yeah, my, my group. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, about 10 minutes later, 
uh, this dude, one of the three, comes up behind me and just like pushes me in the back. And he goes, Ooh, hey, boy. hey, hey, bro. And like he wasn't like trying to push me over, but I mean he was trying to get my attention. He goes, hey, bro, I just want you to know I don't give a fuck what you have to say. I don't give a fuck about your opinion. And I was like, okay. Like I wasn't trying to escalate this at all. I was like, okay. And I had at least 12 dudes behind me that were just fu- – one of them – I didn't even know until a Saturday night. He was just, he was wanting to fight from the minute he got to my house. Like, let's go kick somebody's ass. Like, yeah. you know, he, was just, he was just ready yeah. to fight. So I, this dude says, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. I'm like, okay. He goes, my dad served. I said, okay. He goes, he's a, he's a disabled veteran. He did 15 years. And I said, okay. And he, like, he was getting frustrated because all I was saying was okay. I wasn't yeah. like arguing. I was just saying okay. And he kind of paused for a minute. And I said, listen, bud. Do me a favor. Next time you go home and see your dad, tell him I said thank you for your service. And he goes, <laughs> that just, I mean, you could tell that just fucking ate him up. You know what I mean? He was like, so then he yeah. tried to get in my face because, I mean, clearly I was just deflecting everything he was saying, but he was not happy. So his buddies finally came and pulled him out from in front of me, but it was. Uh, were, it was the, were the uh, cowboy hat bills touching? Was they all that close? Oh, he well, he was about 6'2", so, I mean. You know, my cowboy hat was hitting him in the oh, neck, probably. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have – he wasn't somebody I was afraid to fight at all. He was – like, he didn't look like he was much of a fighter. But I just – that just made me so mad, dude. Like, yeah. just say you fucked up. And I, like, oh, well, so the last thing I said that really pissed him off, I, you know, I said, hey, tell your dad. I said, thank you, whatever. And uh, he said, well, he's a, he's a veteran. But he said it again. I'm like, okay. And I said, but what have you done for our country? Have you, oh, yeah, I said, have, have you yeah, done it? Have, have you done anything? And he goes, probably more than you have. And I was like, well, I've been in for 16 years so far, and I got plenty left in my tank. How many you done? And then it was like, <laughs> game over. You know what I mean? He was, ah. yeah, it was. Ah, Nate, I love you so much, dude. It was. I, <laughs> I was waiting on Hannah. To, I was waiting on the story about Hannah to be shitting on his girlfriend, just being like, "Yeah, my man's dick is big, motherfucker. Like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker." Well, I so, was actually waiting for the part of that story where Hannah turned into one of those videos we see online of in the stadium. No, she was just uh, like <laughs> almost. She was almost asleep by that point, like, and that was the start oh, of the rodeo. Oh Damn yeah, it. she was she was hammered, dude. I could, <clears throat> yeah, and then I, the funny thing was later on in the night, I tried to take her home, like, because. Uh, we had a ride, you know, and I was like, you know what? I'll, like, I'll just go back to the house early. Whenever you guys get done, you know, we'll just meet you at the house because some of those people are supposed to stay with us. I was like, I'm going to get her home because she clearly needs to go home. And her friend Morgan that came up that she rides with was like, oh, hell no. And I was like, well, then she's yours. You can take care yeah. of her. And <laughs> yeah. she goes, okay. And then they walked off, and I was like, fuck you. That's a get-out-of-jail-free pass card later. for me, dude. Like, <laughs> see you later. Uh, the, the one thing that sucked is it was I don't know why I remember this distinctly but they they were serving all their beers were 16 ounce beers so that wasn't a bad thing because you got 16 ounce cans but I, I was buying them and they don't let you have four at a time like two for you and two for somebody else every time it was $44 Oof. so I mean $11 a beer and that was for Mick Ultra and Bush Light yeah that's that's rough it was yeah, I was not I, I bought two rounds of those so I bought $88 worth of beers, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with that Ooh. bullshit. But yeah, you're better, man. I, after that, if I'd have been encountered with that motherfucker, I'd have been $300 deep in that. Oh, uh, well. Murder somebody. I, well, so the other thing is, so this is how Hannah got so fucked, turbo fucked so fast. Uh, 
she brought in a water bottle full of Fireball, and somebody uh-huh. else brought half a water bottle full of Fireball, and she drank almost that whole thing by herself, to her credit. I will give Damn. her that. But, I mean, I don't know if you've ever, like, if you've ever paid attention, if you pour booze into a water bottle, but, I mean, there's more in there than what you think. Like, a water bottle is about a, two-thirds of a fifth, so, I mean. I know I know she, that, Nate, you, do you do you still dabble in the, the devil's piss every once in a while? Uh, fireball. Yes, I was not sure what you were asking me about, dude. Like, I'm not admitting to shit right now. <laughs> you have to give me some more detail. I should have yeah. let that. I let that go a little bit longer than yeah. than what I did. But anyway, uh, I've only taken like I, mean, I think it's been when I'm around you, probably like four or five like fireballs since like my non flashbacks of drinking way too much fireball. Yeah, you're gonna learn it eventually, and you <laughs> you can't be on a fireball. All fucking night. Yeah, like it's it's not good. It's antifreeze with cinnamon. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's about the only thing I can shoot anymore, man. Like I, my like I I can't shoot bourbon that anymore. That is true. Yeah. Like I just I don't know, man. I, I can y'all know I can sit and drink bourbon neat all day long, but I just can't take a shot of it. It kills me. I don't think I've had. A, I don't remember the last time I've had a shot. I, I was I figured I would end up doing a bunch this weekend, and I didn't I actually. To talking about fireball, I had somebody. When we went to the rodeo, somebody gave me one of those like little fireball bottles, yeah, and I yeah. stuck it in my pocket so I could take it in with me. Never, I totally forgot I had it. Never drank it there. Kept it in my pocket, and it went to Cincinnati with me on Sunday. Never drank it there. Like <laughs> I, it's, it's on the counter at the house. Never drank it. Uh, I guess the last time I took a shot was that was at night. I got really hammered with Jamie's work friends. Okay. Yeah. Who ended up drinking the parking lot one that we? I, I drank, yeah, I drank that. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I drank, yeah, I drank a parking lot fireball. <laughs> nice. Oh, like you found in the parking rough. lot? It was when we was tailgating. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. And people just like walked yeah. away, and then there was just like it was like like all the lights, and it was oh. I, mean, I forgot about that. <laughs> so uh, yesterday we're up in Cincinnati. Like Justin and them, they all took off work, whatever. So like we didn't get out of there until about noon. I mean, obviously we were slow, but I wake up. Well, first of all, I woke up on their their living room floor at like four thirty in the morning. So, <laughs> nice. why that was where I decided I needed to go. I mean, they had a couch, I'd, but I didn't get on it anyway. And I had a bed upstairs. I was supposed to sleep in. So you did drink. Oh yeah, well, that's what I said. Like that was once once we got to the black bar, I started drinking pretty heavy because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it out of this place. <laughs> uh, but I wake up in the morning and I can't find my wallet. Like nowhere, and I'm like, man, worst feeling like, in the world. Well, it is it, because like I will forget things sometimes. Like I've left my phone in an Uber like once or twice. Like my wallet, I don't ever have it out unless I'm paying for something. So like I usually don't leave my wallet anywhere, and I'm I'm usually pretty aware of where it is. Obviously, it's your wallet. So I was like, motherfucker. So uh, Justin, because he's the one that got the Uber, calls the Uber for us, and's like, hey. Uh, yeah, I got a wallet. Uh, if y'all come over here, why don't y'all just swing over here? Like, Cause it was close to his house. It was like, it was literally like five minutes away. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I told Justin, I drive since this is my wallet. So we get, he goes with me, get over there, get to the dude's place. And it's not our wallet. <laughs> so well, actually let me back up one. Right before we go out the door, Justin goes upstairs and puts his pants on. And my wallet is in his pants. <laughs> no idea. Wow. 
No idea how that happened. Not a fucking clue. But I got my wallet back, so I was like, all right, cool, whatever. But I'll drive you down here since like we were already getting ready to leave anyway. We get to the dude's place. The dude had a wallet. It just wasn't Justin. So then we're like, well, fuck me, man. Like, this is this sucks. So we're trying to figure out if we're going to have to drive downtown, you know, to go to the bar or whatever. Get back to the house, and Justin looks under their bed, and his wallet's under their bed. <laughs> so, like, I don't know what kind of fucking drunk wallet game me and Justin were trying to play on Sunday night, but... You're probably like, Brute, dude, if you have my wallet, you won't spend your money. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. It was probably something really stupid like that. Well, that was a fun waste of time that you'll never get back here. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah. why we need wallet chains. We need to bring them back. Oh, <laughs> wallet chains. Uh, you guys. Well, I guess football's over. Did yeah. anybody, is anybody? Is that sank in on anybody? Uh, it kind of yeah, no, sucks. It kind of hit me Sunday after the game. It was like, man, we gotta wait. I pr- it probably won't hit me until like this weekend. Oh, I meant to tell you all a second ago. I, I had it pulled up on my phone. Uh, UK finally made it official that they did hire uh, that Yenzer dude from San Francisco as offensive line coach. Yes, it, it hit. Today, although if, if certain things transpire, we will probably lose our offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm really nervous about that. <laughs> Bet on it. Hope, at this point, I'm kind of hoping that uh, uh, Sean McVay retires. <laughs> yeah, right. If, well, no, if Sean McVay retires, in all likelihood, the offensive coordinator will take up the helm, and then I guarantee you, within a half hour, he'll make a phone oh, call. That's to, probably true too. To yeah, I, don't, I don't think so because they don't have an offensive coordinator. That's what they want Liam for. Oh, that's right. They just got rid of their offensive coordinator, didn't they? Yeah. No, he accepted a job. Right. Yeah, he, he, went, a job. he went to a – Well, say, I mean, you know, he didn't accept Vikings, the job. They, Vikings, Vikings. They yeah. kicked him out, and he took that job. <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, I, there's a good chance we lose him. I just – I really don't want to. I mean, it's a – it's a. you can't be mad at him if he goes because it's a good move. Like, it's a, it's not – that's what I was talking about with Sean McVay's coaching tree. Like, it's an automatic you're going to be a head coach as long as you don't suck. And – if you're playing for Sean McVay, you're not going to be the one calling the plays anyway. It's so like it literally just you go play under him for three years as a coordinator and you get a job as a head coach. I mean, yeah, I mean we can be a little mad. I, I, I'm just saying I'll be disappointed. I don't think mad is what I'm going to be no, though. I'll be a little mad. Be a little mad. Yeah, yeah. Be a little mad. We'll see what happens. Butt hurt. We'll see what happens. We may be good. So did you all? Uh, I know you all don't typically listen to it anyway, but um, did, is there any chance that one of you two listened to the pre KSR pregame show before the Florida game this weekend? No, I missed it. Big hell no. So I heard it was really good, so I went back and won't listen to it today. Uh, they had Vince Merrill on there, and literally all they talked about was football for like 45 minutes. And the big dog got engaged. Yeah, he got engaged. Uh, but he says some pretty interesting stuff, man. And like I, it, it just makes you pretty excited for the uh, – for the season, uh, he was talking about some more recruits. He would, uh, he, they were asking him, you know, if they thought they did well recruiting. Obviously, I mean, they had one of the best classes ever, and he said, yeah, we still got some pieces we need to put put in there. And he's, he said something about corners, and he's like, yeah, we got to get a cornerback. At least that's what the fucking boss said this week <laughs> at work. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. Speaking of uh, UK coaches, we can talk a little college b-ball. Top 10 shakeup. Not really. Not sort of kind of. Not, not too bad. Real quick, real quick, before we get into actual basketball, I don't watch Billions, but I've seen a screenshot of Calipari on Billions. 
Yeah, Cal was on the show. Billions. That was weird. Oh yeah, I, well, I watched that thing of it. Did, did you actually watch it though? I don't watch the yeah. show, but I watched that clip. Yeah, that, that clip. Yeah. Is that not what the most Cal thing ever? Oh, like, yeah. I don't even think that they wrote a script out for him. They were just like, "Hey, go give a speech," nah. and like, "We'll film it." And- you could literally have you could have Coach Cal meet. Like he could be the guy that meets aliens when we have first encounters or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and he would be like, he'd be like, "Hey." You know how many people I've put in the, you know how many guys, you know how many kids I've put in the NBA? Thirty five playing right now. Fifty three. Recru- the dude is recruiting on every step. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. I did love too that like they worked in uh that he made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that I mean, in the show, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that speech, and they're like, Yeah, but I heard he's giving it to charity. Like <laughs> you know they you know he told him to say that. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on, Cal. All right. Uh top ten. Well, Real quick before we go, like, are we doing? Are we gonna do the picks, like, our our uh, our thing we like to do? No, it's over with, dude. Well, I know, but we don't yeah, know the results. Didn't announce anything? Oh well, we can talk about it here in a second. We got time. Okay, we'll come back to it. Remember I figured since we, we didn't have a uh, five five, we could just finish the season out with it. Yeah, perfect. Season season uh, Auburn dropped back to number two after their loss to Arkansas. They only dropped two. Gonzaga jumps up to number one, obvi. Purdue. Purdue dropped a game. Yeah. What what uh what poll are you looking at, just out of curiosity? Uh, the AP, AP poll. Why would I look at the other polls? They don't matter. You're right. They were just different. That's why I was asking. Um Kentucky moves up so Purdue drops to number five after their loss uh this last week. Michigan? Michigan. Michigan yeah, Michigan's their their loss. Kentucky jumps up to four, Arizona up to three. Um, I don't see any reason – well, other than us being a four-loss team, I don't see any other reason why Arizona should be ahead of Kentucky. It's their strength of schedule. I was looking it up this weekend. Tonight they was, play Oregon State. I was we pissed about Tennessee. it, too. I mean, I totally agree with you. I'm just telling you what – it was their non-conference schedule. They went through it and did better than we did. Okay. If we hadn't dropped that, that Notre Dame game, I'd say we'd be, <laughs> we'd be ahead of them. But. Duke down to number nine. Kansas up to number six. Baylor's at seven. Providence at eight, Villy at ten. Villy and Providence play each other tonight. Yeah, I was gonna say they, I, I, I couldn't remember if it was tonight or tomorrow. And I mean, they've, they've both been hanging around all season long, though. They've been in the top fifteen all year. Like Providence is a two-loss team. Yeah, they're, um, I haven't watched Providence play. I've watched Villanova play. I was, I was gonna get ready to ask you guys that. Have you all watched a Purdue game yet? I watched a little. I watched one. I watched I a little bit of some Purdue uh, over that, the weekend. That kid that's going like top five in the draft is sick. I can't remember his name, but he is – it's not – I mean, he's like a super quick, like an AI-type player, which is weird for a Purdue team. Like, it's just not something they typically have. But, man, that kid is – as much as I thought I didn't care to play them in the tournament, after watching him play, I'm like, man, I don't know. He's Who's the kid from Auburn? Uh, Jabari Smith. That kid is unreal. Yeah, he's really good. That game um, – well, the, 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 that Arkansas game that they ended up losing uh, – he just took over the game for Auburn. Like they, he was their only scoring option. And like, he, I mean, he he hit everything he had to. It was just at that point, it was too late in the game. Arkansas had too many points on him. Uh, and and Jay Navi, Purdue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it was something like I knew it was something like that. I just couldn't think of what it was. Yeah, he is he is pretty legit. Murray State still in the top twenty-five, even though they got uh, beat by Michigan State this weekend. That's not they were bad. playing Moorhead State this weekend. Moorhead State is what I meant to say. Oh, that's who they lost to? That's I think bad, that's who they lost that's to. That's a bad loss, yeah. Let me double check that. I'm pretty quick. sure it is. 
I know it was a buzzer beater one way, or it was a you know down to yeah. the wire one one way or the other. There was some good basketball on. Did you guys watch any of the games leading up to the Kentucky game? See, I actually the the stuff I was watching was all blowouts. That was on like I had the North Carolina game in the background, but I well, I, I was cooking. So yeah, that I didn't even watch. That's the one game I didn't really watch much of because it was like eighteen to nothing at one point. I was like, this is useless. When did? Uh, whoever played that game before them, though, the one o'clock game or the noon game, whatever, uh, that was a decent one. Yeah. Oh, no. they, they won. Nope. Yeah, they won. Murray State won. Murray State beat, yeah, Moorhead State. I didn't know Murray State played Auburn this year. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I don't they think. lost. 71-58. <laughs> it's starting to round Great, up. great radio. Starting to round out pretty good for Kentucky as far as seeding goes and stuff. I mean, obviously, the big scare of the weekend was Ty Ty Washington. Uh, He's not playing next week. Uh, I hope they'd. I, I would. Yeah, not tonight. I, I hope they don't play him for the rest of the season, to be completely honest. Honestly, the rest of the regular season doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Anymore. Like, it doesn't. I mean, so we've got, like, how many games do we have left? Not six. very many. Six games left. Yep. So, like, Do you want to be a two or a one, though? But my thing is, is like just we getting in and getting be, getting in healthy is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like getting in healthy is more important than being a one or two or three. And you're not you're not guaranteed to lose anything just because he's not playing. I mean, we've been playing pretty good. I mean, uh, you know, and honestly, being a two, I don't think there's going to be much difference between being a one and a two this season, anyhow. And we're I don't at this point, I don't think we can drop below a two. I think we have too good of a – I mean, unless we just fucking completely shit the bed. But, I mean, yeah. if they only – honestly, I think we can still lose a game and be a one. So, uh, I, I'm not too worried about that. I, I would much rather – it seems like every time he rolls his ankle, he. I mean, they're not as bad as Chris's, but that seems like they're getting away. Yeah. Shit, they're, I mean, well, but you watched that fall. That wasn't just ankle alone. I mean, that was a lot. No, 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 no. Like, I agree with that. What I'm saying is, though, like, I would rather – it seems like he's, like, hurt it and they're, like, day-to-day and then they bring him back in and then he hurts it again. Like, I would just rather him not play for three weeks, let it get as healthy as it can, and then we'll see if the SEC – Which would it. help, you know, that would help, you know, let's figure out who else we can play. Because apparently Ware's now become just the other badass that we need to – the enforcer or whatever. I mean, I, I told y'all before. I I don't think you lose anything when he comes in. He's obviously not as dominant as a rebounder or a scorer as Oscar. I mean, that, that's just you're talking about a guy that's probably gonna be national player of the year. But you don't want really to lose anything when Lance comes in because of his hustle. Man, the kid plays hard. And what I like is he's turned into fucking Demarcus Cousins. Like he's about ready to fight everybody. Well, it's, and I so the both first of all the the rap stuff that was I think me and Chris talked about this at the game. Uh, that was bullshit. That should have been a flagrant. You the can't push him the guy pushed him. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that I thought Lance really sold that because when they went back and showed the replay, like he didn't get pushed that hard, but you still can't do it. Like that's a nah. you still make it a flagrant one and go on with it. Like that's and one of the things I noticed is when they played Lance Ware and Shweeway or Shweeway together, that was kind of fun for a little bit. Yeah, it really was. I totally agree with that. I don't know if that's a lineup that I would want in critical no, situations. No, no, but like it, it was fun. Yeah, it, yeah, I, and I don't think Cal would. I think Cal's not going to do that. But it also helps that neither one of them are in foul trouble. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. So, helps. what do you see? Who do you see taking up that two spot then in the starting five? Do you think Davion Mintz comes in as the two off, or does he stay as an off the bench guy? I'm curious to see what he does there. Honestly, I. I I hope – I think the bright move is to bring Mintz in and just start him. 
But I don't know. I like him coming off the bench, though. It, it, he reminds me of, like, Ashimi Evans or, like, Keith Bogan or somebody, you know, that, like, was good enough to be a starter. They were just always our sixth man, like, yep. brought you that energy off the bench. So, But I think right now, though, I think you almost got to play him because not he's not going to give you – he won't replace the points, but he'll decrease the turnovers. Yeah, I, and I also think – because your other options are to have – uh, to have uh, Kellen Grady come over and play the two, and then you have Keon and Toppin and Shibway. But even Toppin still. I was gonna say, like that's my question. Questionable too. Uh, is is Toppin out? He's out out this game for sure, right? I, I don't well? no, I don't think they announced him out for sure. Oh, I, I thought they did. They may have. I don't. I don't remember. Okay, well then you can't do that. So and then you have Lance, you have Lance Ware, but then there's also I don't remember his name. There's Your boy Dante Allen's gonna get some playing time out of all this, uh, which I mean, this is his to me. This is his last chance to come in and shine. If he doesn't come in and make shots and play defense, and it, it never I just want him to play never defense. happened. He doesn't have him. to hit shots; just play defense. I don't like him to make some shots. That's what he's here for. Yeah, but oh, fuck, he's not. So just play defense. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, I agree. Uh, but, it, it, it does kind of put him in a with with Toppin also being hurt. It 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 creates a weird matchup problem. Cal's got to figure out how he's going to do that. I agree with you, I, and I I'm curious to see how he sets up. You know, just, I don't I don't think the starters really matters much because Cal is notorious for just starting the dudes that he thinks care the most about starting and then taking them out four minutes later and playing whoever he thinks gets the most time. But like, I'm just curious to see what lineup he thinks is going to be. Yeah. His. I want because I, I I would like to have Davion Mintz in the starting lineup for the not as a replacement for Ty Ty Washington but for a, the similar or just a just a like a good two yep where you have you have the threat you still have the threat of three even though it's well actually I would say Davion's probably shooting a little better than Ty Ty from three I think percentage wise Ty Ty's probably better but I I still feel like Damian's just as good of a shooter as yeah, he is. But uh but then like you still have you have ball handling and then you have back you know the backdoor cut moving off the ball. Like Davion Mintz moves he moves off oh, the ball. When a he's lot. not when he's not holding the ball he moves really well especially on the baseline cutting through and off off screens and whatnot and that opens up and that Play like that just because maybe he can't finish at the rim, but someone's going to be open once everybody yep. collapses on that pass. Yep. I will say I do think a big piece of this puzzle, and I think it ends up falling on his shoulders a lot anyway, but I think is Severe, not offensively, but he he's not in this stretch where Tata's not playing. Severe can't come in and turn the ball over five times and us be okay. You know what I mean? Because it's just not going to – now, I don't – you know, if he if he can start getting to the rim a little bit better again and giving us some points, that's great. But I mean, hell, he hit his first shot like one for twenty nine or whatever it was against Florida, and it was a three. Of course, I was like, Are "You fucking kidding me!" But uh, yeah, he's he needs to he he needs to attack the rim a, a a little bit in the game to keep the defense honest because they're not they're not folding in on him to get the the dump off. Yep, like a like a a, a like a more prolific scoring. Point guard gets, you know yep. what I'm saying, or I even agree. like a, a driving shooting guard. Yep. You know the defense folds in on him, which opens up the back door or the dump off to the five, and he's not getting that because he's not been attacking the rim when he gets down into when he drives into the paint, or just not attacking the rim effectively. Right. Yep. He can get he can be stopped, and some of that. Not only say I don't want to say it's due to his height because he's been he's played around it before. Yeah, he knows. That's what. What gets me is like you'll watch some games for Kentucky where he is like fearless going to the rim. He doesn't care about getting a shot blocked. I mean, I'm not saying he takes like, I mean, we've talked about how he does dumb shit, but like, 
I, I'm not saying he takes dumb shots at the rim, but he just he'll go at you and draw a foul or figure out some way to get it up. And then some games he just like does not go to the rim at all the entire game. And yeah. I don't I don't understand where that like breakdown is because there's got to be a happy medium there of like of him getting to the rim and, and to to drop off that pass because like you said if you're not if you're not a threat to go to the rim then they're not gonna they're not gonna come off their man to you. For an open pass, like it's yeah, you know, it's not going to happen. Especially if you're if you're getting if you're getting stopped one on one, yeah, down close to the yeah. rim. Yep, no one's going to come help. So uh, one of the things that Vince Morrow mm-hmm. said on the pregame show, though, I guess uh, they were asking him like what he thought about Oscar, and he said, "Man, I, when I watched him in his first practice at Kentucky, uh, I knew he was going to be special because he was so big and strong and was." He said they were running suicides and he was smoking everybody. <laughs> so like even awesome. severe and like Ty Ty and I mean some of those faster guys, they said he was just smoking them. Like dude, he's a monster, man. He is a monster. And and I I really really still think there's a good chance he comes back next year. That's the crazy thing. Oscar? I, yeah, man. Because National Player of the Year. But they're still saying he's going to go undrafted. How? Because that's just because of the style he plays is not what the NBA wants right now. Like, oh. He is by far my favorite player that Kentucky's had in a long, long he, time. I, my, my most favorite player recently has always been um, Tyler Ulis, just because he's a little guy and the way he plays. But, like, I'm telling you, Oscar's right there with him for me. I mean, the guy's just – he's got such a big heart. He, he freaking uh, – I know you guys don't listen, but the other day on KSR, uh, Matt had Matt had him, had him do a cameo for his mom. Yeah, and did you all see that? No, I heard dude. It. But it almost brought tears to my eyes, man. Like the kid's just such a good kid, man. He's just like, you know, praise God and all this. Like this, uh, just the way he carries himself, man. He's just such a good dude. His Twitter is just a floodgate of positivity. Yeah, man. Like he's so positive all the time. Yeah. Like it's wild. <clears throat> uh, last remaining games for the Cates. Of course, we're recording on tonight, but tonight, which would be last night. Tuesday for the people that don't know. Yeah, Tuesday, this Tuesday, so it's already happened. Go Cats. We already won this game. Uh, Uh, We're uh, plus two, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, we're we're the underdog. At Tennessee. Hey, starting tickets only $18. At Tennessee? Yeah. (laughs) At Tennessee. All right, load the car up, boys. Versus, we got we to gotta hurry. I'm already here, boys. I'll meet you later. <laughs> we can make it. We could make. I mean, we we get there right at the time the game fucking yeah. starts. But uh, uh, at home with Alabama, starting tickets for that one are a hundred and thirty nine dollars. A little bit of a difference. Uh, we've got LSU at home. Starting tickets are twenty nine dollars. <laughs> nice. Uh, at at Arkansas, tickets start at ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> Ole Miss at home, tickets start at thirty five dollars. And at Florida, tickets start at sixty eight dollars. Yeah, that. Uh, I would say Arkansas is going to be the toughest game out of all those at Arkansas. I think tonight, well, t- tonight, Tennessee tonight, and then Arkansas yeah. on the road. Uh, Tonight's the toughest game of the remainder of the schedule. Arkansas's number two for me. Uh, revenge game against uh, LSU could be a head case game. Agreed. Um, and then, uh, and then Alabama. Um, Ole Miss and Florida, we're just going to squash them again because they were they were little fucks in that game. Uh, Arkansas played Alabama this weekend. That was one of the games I was watching, and it went down. It was a good game. I mean, uh, oh I, yeah, I remember it went down to the wire. Both those teams are just struggling right now too. I mean, I, for as good as what the SEC is, they're also playing like shit right now. Like this stretch for the like the last three weeks, it seems like everybody's losing, but. 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't worry. That's that's part of what I was saying about with Ty Ty. I'd rather them just not play him because, like you said, the, the games don't actually really matter that much at this point. You know, if, if we could lose two games right now, and as long as we got to the championship game in the SEC tournament, we're going to be fine. So, uh, I, you know, I'd rather the guys just be healthy. They're good kids. They, they is, they is. So go, go, Kate. Um, we have to give some results. Yeah. All season long, we've been playing a little game around here. I don't know if you guys know or not. It's new. It's new. And we have the results and the final tally for... Choose your destiny. Now, just real quick. Corey dropped a cinder block in the middle of it, so I'm going to do it again. Choose I didn't hear anything. Destiny. God damn it. Now I just talked through it again. <laughs> Shut up. Choose your destiny. All right. One more time. <laughs> uh, do you do you know the results? Because you all were together, so I don't know. I don't if, know the results. Okay. No. He knows the results, sort of, but because he was actually had a me and beer drinking. But I don't know if he knows what the the he knows results of that night. He doesn't know the ultimate results. Yeah. Okay. All right, Corey, give us the results of last night's Super Bowl picks, and then give us the championship. So, the uh, last night's results. Me and the guest tied. Oh. Seven. We went seven and five. Wow. Chris, you went five and seven. Ooh. Hey, you went three and nine. Fuck oh, me. God. <laughs> Not good. So the over didn't hit is what you're saying. Uh, no. <laughs> so we did we did go opposites and go uh I mean I took the high scoring game, you took the low scoring game. Anyway. Dude, it was it was it was fun keeping up with this. Like I'd love to do this again. It's like you can ask Chris, I had the stat book out. And was like marking everything and checking stuff off, and people were asking me about it. It was really fun. Uh, so as I sit here and look at the belt, um, well, first of all, to the new champion, Chris Houston. Hold on, let me read the results. The final standing results. Well, I, know, I mean, he he got it because he did the best of the week. And hold on, in fourth place, Corey. 85 and 89 for the season. 85 and 89. So didn't get to 500. No, but I, I tried to get I tried to get to you, but it didn't work. Uh, in third place, Nate. <laughs> Fucking guess. 74 <laughs> picks. 500 is what you got. Okay. So two games off of you. 87, 87. So the guests ended up getting beat me because the damn Super Bowl. The guests. 89 and 85. Wow, that last game helped. Chris, 89 and 85. What? No, 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 no. How did they tie? Because Chris was up two games on them. And then he. Yeah, did. and Chris, uh, the guest went seven to five, and Chris went five and seven. Oh, shit. I was thinking he went seven and five. No. Damn, so they tied. So. What do we do? Well, the guest well, can't win. The guest was Jamie. <laughs> the guest was what? Jamie. Okay. It's a, it's a household. I don't know. It's, I don't know what to do here. I like Chris's answer. Chris just said the guest can't win, and I support it. <laughs> yeah, so Chris wins. What I was going to say is just looking at the, the belt there, there's one name that doesn't appear on it at all. Uh, can you read those off, Chris? Uh, we have the 2018 champion would be Nathaniel. 
the 2019 champion is Nathaniel. The 2020 champion is Chris. And the 2021 defending champion <laughs> is Chris. Huh. So. so that totally should have Jamie's name on it then. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's not going to be Corey's name. Damn it. <laughs> Until next year, boys. What a season. What a season. It does suck that we don't have that. We're 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 about one and a half months away from the worst part of the sports year. Yeah. Then we have to actually like start thinking of content. Yeah. Uh, five, uh, you know, fab five. I do think it's fun. The, the, like I like to me, it's funny like going under, like you know finishing under five hundred, and yeah. then the other two people will finish in, you know above five hundred. <laughs> Nate, you could have done nothing. Yep, been right where been right where I'm at. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yep, just right here. Feels good, guys. It feels real good. Did uh, so uh, in other sports news. Did any either one of you guys see any of the PGA stuff this weekend? Yeah, at the at the hole sixteen waste management. Yeah, at hole sixteen. Did either one of you all see Matt James, uh, former bachelor, almost kill somebody? On the 16th tee? With the golf cart? Nope. So, do you know who he is? I mean, he was a bachelor or whatever. Uh, he was the first black bachelor that ever appeared on the show. He's a mixed dude. Right. He's a super nice guy. He's, he's a great dude. He gets up there, and I don't know why, but he was barefoot, first of all, which I think he was just messing around, but like, all right, whatever. Golfing barefoot? Yeah. Oh, well, I've heard that's actually really... On the on the 16th tee, like, because they, 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 on the, I think it was on... Uh, on Wednesday, they did like a celebrity thing or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like trying to hit home once. Uh, anyway, long story short, gets up there and just shanks one like one of us would. But it, <laughs> but it, it went like seven feet and hit a like, – so I think what it actually hit was the camera from a camera guy, thankfully. So it didn't like – it didn't break anything and it didn't hurt anybody. But, I mean, like he hit a fucking 200-mile-an-hour three-iron – that went seven feet into the crowd. It's, it was uh, <laughs> it was funny to watch. Uh, the the old guard when it comes to golf absolutely hated this event. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why is that? Well, because people were acting like it was Cheering a rock and, concert. See, I love that, dude. I love it too. I, like, well, I, yeah, but you had all the purists who. It's, it's Augusta who wouldn't allow a woman in twelve years ago, basically. So my thing is, is this, and somebody put this into perspective, and it made a lot of sense to me. Was um, each course like Augusta has its etiquette, right? Augusta yep. is very, you know, we've got, we're coming around Amen Corner, and uh, and you know what I'm saying. And then even like St Andrews has like you know. Oh, we're going to hit the ball down the craner. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes at all. But St. Andrews. One of those. <laughs> what country is St. Andrews in? Uh, it's it's in the UK. Ireland? It's in the UK. It's England. Sure. It was Ireland. And, and you, that was kind of a Scottish accent. I mean. More of a pirate, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go pirates then. I mean, uh, but anyways, <laughs> the point I'm getting at is is each course ha- kind of has their their etiquette, right? right? And if and if the Phoenix Open, wherever the hell that is, 
Uh, I know it's in. Don't don't even don't even fucking do it. I know exactly where it's at. You know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying name of the course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Whatever that course is, if they're allowing this stuff, then piss off. Yeah, it's, it's their course, their rules. It's their course, their rules. If they want to come in there and tell everybody they have to wear a damn skirt, <laughs> by God, you're gonna wear a skirt. Yeah, or you're not gonna play. Or you're not gonna play. And like the course, none of the 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 people that work for the course, they didn't have an issue with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The like, golfers didn't have an issue with they it. They love it. The golfers loved it. There were golfers taking their shirts off. Even so, I watched a thing earlier in, in the week. Uh, they were talking about um, Tiger hitting one there like, back in the day. You know what I mean? Like, and he was talking about how loud the 16th hole is. It was just like he was. I mean, they were interviewing him now, talking about that, and he was still getting giddy, excited, laughing about it. He's like, "Dude, it's so freaking loud!" Like. The 16th hole at Phoenix is just it's the loudest hole in golf. It is what it is. If, like, I, if I was if I was gonna put my little boomer hat on for anything, it's the chucking of the beers because somebody could get hurt. Like throwing them, I didn't yeah. see any of that. Yeah, see, I'm I'm not down for that. There was either. one uh, a hole. Uh, someone hit an ace. On Wait, a, you on, didn't see it? Yeah, how did you not see it? I, yeah, I haven't watched. It was it. like a flock of fucking. I didn't see any of the actual shots from this weekend. Just the the celebrity stuff. So, uh, some dude hit an ace. I can't remember who it was, and uh, it was beautiful, by the way. Little, there was two aces, by the way. There were two oh, aces I did, I did see one of them, but I, like just a real quick, like okay, well, six second. Uh, dude, dude bagged one, um, and like the crowd lost it, obviously. But then they started chucking beers. Yeah, that's, and like that's a little bit bad for him because the only reason is someone could get hurt. Like they throwing like cans of beer. Yeah. Also, like. Well, not, you not even trying to, the waste management tournament is that one tournament of PGA where you get to get crazy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just get as crazy as you want. Just don't throw beer. Well, also, I mean, I would say like after ha- I just had to spend eleven dollars on a beer this weekend for every one that I got, there were probably fifteen out well, every there. Time, like, every time I saw footage of the crowd, it wasn't their money. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. That makes, no. It was not their money. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. And if it was their money, we call it new money. All <laughs> right. Okay. Yep. I get uh, it. But yeah, throwing at the beers, that's a little bit bad for them. Yeah. Somebody could take one of the dome. We don't want that. Especially yeah. somebody that's just trying to hold the quiet sign, right? Like, <laughs> right. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> that poor bastard. <laughs> he's just there for a check, you know? Yeah, he's just trying to get paid. He doesn't need to get pegged by a Miller Lite. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm I'm all for, if the, if the course allows it, I'm all for getting yeah. rowdy. Hell yeah. And shit, man. Especially since, like, the whole nature of golf is changing anyways because dudes are bringing boom boxes onto the course. Yeah. And playing barefoot and all this yeah. other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the game's changing. It's getting a little more modern. Like, well, and not only that, to me, like, it's now obviously guys aren't going to go to that level when they're playing on the tour all the time, like, competing. But, like, for just like, like when we go play and we have music out there and shit, like, oh, man, you, oh, so. You are allowed to have fun when you play golf. Yeah, it's okay. What I'm like, like this isn't your dad's golf anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, like guys true. aren't out there in their fucking loose fit eyes on. We've got skin tight eyes on now. <laughs> We're changing the game, yeah. son. <laughs> I want my nipples to be out and present. Oh. None of this Lee Trevino parachute. Shirt I just, bullshit. I just love that it's still eyes on. Yeah, <laughs> that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't changing. We ain't changing that. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, real talk too. The uh, perfect storm is going to happen um, next year. The Super Bowl, because of the week later, the Super Bowl is going to happen on the same weekend, like it did this year, of course, uh, as a, as the waste management uh, tournament. Uh, the the difference is both of them are going to be in 
Arizona. Yeah, they're both in Phoenix. Yeah, they're both in Phoenix. You're gonna have all of that. Oh, that's gonna in be one wild! City. Holy shit balls! Yeah, yeah. That's almost worth going out there for. Mm. At least to the golf tournament, like. Yeah, that's like. I just mean like be in the area, not. Oh, be in the area. Yeah, yeah, like, like Tucson's like an hour and a half from Phoenix. Like that's probably close enough. You can I got, you can drive there that day. I was gonna say, Jamie's got a friend that lives out in Arizona. Really? Yeah. Just shank, stay with them. Hell I yeah. Y'all can find somewhere else to stay. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've had a pretty good podcast, fellas. I uh, feel like we have. I think it's time we do that thing we love to do at the end of each podcast. Dude, I'm sorry what I just did. God damn if it. If that gets over your direction, I am so sorry. I hope this computer uh, fan does it. Job. I think it's time to drop the mic. I don't want to go first. How about that? I'll go first. There you go. Mine's easy. I brought it up earlier. I, I even I put it in my phone because I didn't want to forget it this weekend. Just do me a favor. If the National Anthem ever comes on and you're out and about, just stand up and don't talk for a minute, minute, 15 seconds, whatever it is. Like, if I'm at home and I'm in the living room, I don't stand up in the National Anthem place. You're at home. Like, whatever. I do it if the game Sometimes is significant I do. enough. Yeah, me too. Like, but Like, but if you're out in public and it's like, a thing that the national anthem's getting played, just do the right thing. You know what I mean? Just do the right thing. And then don't, if somebody tries to correct you because you're being an asshole, don't try to tell me how awesome your dad was. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, it's just that. That's dude, all. Dude, dude, my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, okay. Uh, mine's, okay. Cut, mine's cut and dry. I'm pretty simple. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report this week. I saw that. And they're not. <laughs> Major League Baseball needs to uh, get this shit figured out tomorrow. Get the deal yeah. done. The players clearly aren't going to accept this hogwash you're passing on to them, so do something different. Yep, something better. I didn't. Uh, I know we're getting towards that part of the season, but I didn't realize that we were already to report, and I saw that come up yesterday, and I was like, oh. Also, uh, Major League Baseball play, or Major League Baseball also said that minor league players should be considered some – Special designation to where they still come to training camp but don't get paid. They're minor league baseball players. They make like thirty six hundred dollars a year. That's what I was getting ready to say. Like they don't make anything. <laughs> like, dude, that's such shitty. That's you might end up seeing more of what Lexington did, even though like the that that team was they won a lot and they got cucked out of this whole deal. Then they end up starting their own leagues and they're actually doing pretty well. You might see more of that, maybe. I mean, that's not a bad idea. As so long as no, it's not at all. It's, they I mean, get paid a lot more. So as I mean, long as they st- still keep a uh, contact with major league pro like clubs yeah. to you know have players picked or whatever, you know. Yep. All right, Corey, what's your micro? Uh, two hundred four days until the start of the next NFL season. <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait. Boys, Cannot wait. Let's go. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's and awesome. I'm not going to walk outside in Johnson City and actually see it because <laughs> the game's tonight, and I don't want to get murdered. Yep, that's probably a good call. Yeah, I am. Getting I'm literally t- in Johnson City right. So. I am getting tired of these damn late games during the week. Like, why do we have to play at nine? Because it's Kentucky. I know. I mean, I know it's a it's a rhetorical question, but like, I don't know. Did y'all notice too that like this whole past week they've been like. Uh, Pumping up this Tennessee game, yeah, like they've only been advertising it for a week. Like, I, okay, it's oh whatever. And also, a uh, side note: if Jimmy Dykes decides to fall into a well and lose his voice, 
I'm hope I, you know, I hope he's all right. Obviously, oh. but. Hey, yeah. uh, you you might know this. One of the two of you, I am not familiar, uh, and I didn't get to it on on the other show I was listening to. But what did Pat Forty do this weekend? He really pissed some people off, evidently. And I don't. I know. saw, and I can't remember what it was. Okay. He made a very. He had a take that was not great, not popular. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, I'll see I if I can. I haven't looked at any of thing anything that Pat Forty's done in probably about a year. I yeah. am just now realizing that it's pronounced Forty. Yeah, I didn't. I never said that until I thought his name was Pat Ford. Me too. Yeah. I used to say Forday because I thought it was you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I, I I saw it. I read it. It didn't click. Or I'll, I'll look it up. And but see yeah, uh, apparently he had a take that was not great. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Like most of his work, not yeah. good. Good podcast. <laughs> and his beard, by the way. That one time he tried, it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Good podcast. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hope you continue to listen to the podcast. Share it with your friends. You know what to tell them. Subscribe, rate, review, so we can grow this little community we got going. And as always, uh, thank you now. Super Bowl is over. <laughs> The Rams won the game. Didn't we decide that you can still play stuff off your phone? Yeah, I can, but Corey likes <laughs> well, to Apparently, talk. I can suck it up. There he is. He just well, did it right now. Yeah, I'm singing a song about the Super Bowl. Bam, bam. They hiked the ball. They passed the ball. Oh. They ran the ball. They oh. caught the ball. <laughs> they kicked oh. the ball. They put <laughs> the ball. They spiked oh. the ball. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> that was good, dude. I don't know how you came up with that many. Uh, love you guys. Uh- <laughs>